the age. For what seemed an infinite time, there were nights that were too long. We knew a little science, not enough, some cosmology. We'd heard of dark matter. We'd been assured, although it's everywhere, it doesn't collide, it will never slam into our planet. It somehow obeys a gentler law of gravity. Its particles move through each other. We'd begun to understand it shouldn't frighten us that we were the universe's debris, or that when we look up at the stars, we're really looking back. It was hard to like what we knew. We wanted to live in the present, but it was dark. Ignorance was one of our consolations. The universe was expanding at an accelerating rate. We'd been told we were not at its center, that it had no center. And how look forward with hope, if not by looking up? I told the others we ought to study history again. History teaches us more than erasures, more than diminutions. There'd be something for us there. I also dared to say we could begin to work at things again, to make things. That I thought the hours of light would lengthen, that nature still works that way. We would have a future. Up to then, we'd been observing anniversaries only of mistakes and catastrophes. The darkness seemed to blanket to contain our terrible shame. I don't know if anyone listened to me. It doesn't matter. Gradually, afternoons began seeping back. As I'd promised, the children could walk home from school in the freshening light. They seemed more playful, singing nonsensical songs so marvelous. Catbirds wanted to mimic them. Why say anything? Why tell them the endless nights would return? Listen to them the name of a new leader they trust on their lips. Oh, 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 they chant, and I hear like one struggling to wake from a mournful dream.